Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. I'm not a tough cookie with a long history. Got a long history, but I'm not a tough cookie. I'm not a tough cookie. Uh, Got a good hour coming up for you shortly. Talking about hit me with your best shot. We're going to be talking about the shots over there at Roland Garros, the French Open. Our man Brett Phillips, the SENZ tennis guru, he'll be joining us soon. We're going to revisit Show Me The Money also across the weekend. Uh, For the first time in a long time, I actually remember what I took. I remember what I took, can't remember what the others took though. So we'll revisit Show Me The Money, we'll have a look back in the day too. But my first day back this week, uh, of course we have to talk the NRL. Oh, fantastic game by the Warriors. Um, so we're going to go across the ditch and we're going to talk to Fox League's caller, the great man, he's entrenched in the game of rugby league, Warren Smith and Warren joins us now. Good afternoon. Hey Mark, how are you, mate? Very well. So many talking points every week, and they always change. Uh, Nathan Cleary, big concern for the Blues. Well, a massive concern when the, you know the team is pretty much built around him, and uh, he's got plenty of Panthers teammates in that New South Wales Blues team. And when you win a couple of premierships in a row, I guess it uh, goes without saying you're going to have plenty of representative players. Uh, at both state and maybe international level. But, um, yeah, losing, losing the linchpin, the hub of the team, is a huge blow for New South Wales. Quite obviously, Mark, and um, now the question is, who takes his place? Is it um, Nico Hines has been in, in good form for the Sharks and was obviously in the team for Game 1. Uh, Adam Reynolds is back in the frame. Uh, Mitch Moses, who's played an Origin game recently for New South Wales, also filling in for Nathan Cleary. So... There are options there. It's a matter of, I guess, which style of play you want to go with. And, you know, if you want a solid, um, you know, general, uh, great kicking game, uh, good short attacking kicking game, I guess it's Reynolds. If you want a speedster, it's Moses. I guess if you want a bit of a blend of both, it's maybe Nico Hines. Yeah. Who would you say, like, Freddie Fittler, he's a very hard man to read. I always remember when he made them take their shoes off and walk around the ground to get earthed. <laughs> and ever since then, I've found him hard to read. Which way do you feel like he's most likely to lean? I don't know. Look, I think I think Nico Hines, because he was in the squad, has probably got the you know the, his nose in front at the moment. But I think maybe if they just want to, if if they get a, a, a kicker like Reynolds, who is you know playing great football, and, and Greg Alexander came out just recently and said, like I think Adam Reynolds is playing the best rugby league he's ever played in his career this year for Brisbane, and there's a reason why they're on top of the comp, and he's a massive part of that. Um, you know, he might be just the calming head and the, and the cool influence they need 
in a, in a cauldron atmosphere. I mean, they're going to Brisbane uh, for game two. They haven't won up there in, a, in this situation for a long, long time, but they have to win to keep the series alive. So maybe, maybe just maybe he comes from the clouds a little bit and, and snatches that number seven job. I'm, I'm leaning his way mm. just because I know, um, you know, he's, He's been there a long time now, quite obviously. He's played in big games in finals for the Rabbitohs. He might lead the Broncos to a, a premiership, who knows, this year. Um, I, I, I would think Reynolds might just have his nose in front. Yeah, I'd be interested. It'll never happen. But if Sean Johnson was a New South Welshman, uh, they'd be tapping him on the shoulder. He's in rare form. Well, all of us in New Zealand are just frothing his performances. Give us an Aussie perspective on Sean Johnson and the Warriors this year. Well, it's just great to see Sean playing the football we know he's capable of. And, and you know, back home, full-time, uh, he's happy with his lot, obviously, in life at the moment. And it's, I think it's reflected in his in his football. And he's obviously on the same page as Andrew Webster, the coach of the Warriors, who's done a sensational job, obviously, over there to you know, turn around that team. But I just think he looks to be in a great place. You know, he's been... He's at the back end of his career. There's no question about that. I mean, he's got a choice to make because he's off contract and uh, there'll be a couple of teams looking at him at the moment. But, you know, I, I'd be stunned if Sean Johnson leaves the Warriors. Uh, and, um, you know, if he was, as you're right, if he was a New South Welshman, he'd be right there in the mix in discussions as to, well, maybe Sean Johnson is the player they need for, for game two in this sort of situation. So he's playing some great football and it's great to see what he's doing with the Warriors. Defence is something that the Warriors have never been built on. They were known for Warriors ball, the razzle-dazzle, back to Ali Lautiti Day, Sione Farmawina, uh, Faliti Mateo, all these sorts of guys, but I never thought I'd embrace defence as much as I have with this Warriors side. Um, I always look at them through rose-tinted glasses. What do you make of the defensive efforts, uh, Warren Smith? Well, Ivan Cleary came out recently when they played the Warriors and said, you know, this team has got Andrew Webster's fingerprints all over it. And obviously, you know, he was a big part of what they did uh, the last couple of seasons at uh, at the Panthers. And um, he said, just the work as the dog fires up here. <laughs> Harley, would you shut up for God's sake? Get him behind, Harley. <laughs> oh, boy. He's all bark and no bite, let me tell you, mate. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> but um, now the Warriors have got plenty of bark at the moment, haven't they? As far as their defence is concerned, and you, know, you just have to have a good defensive lineup. And Andrew Webster, that was probably his first port of call. If you can defend, making you're going to make mistakes at this level of the game. If you can defend some of those mistakes, which the Warriors have been poor at in the past. I mean, you know, if they gave away a penalty or a set restart in the past. It was not wasn't a guaranteed six points against them, but it was very likely that was going to be the case. Well, that isn't the case in 2023. And they're to do what you do with the ball. So if you're confident that you can defend your mistakes, you might take those extra chances with the ball every now and again because you realise, OK, well, we, can, we can really test out the other mob. But if we do make a mistake, we've got the ability to back it up and defend our own line. So I think it, you know, it feeds into the other side of the game as well. I want to ask you about two more teams before we um, depart. First one is the Dragons. How do we, how do they fix the Dragons? Just such a proud, historical, storied team, great fans, but they are battling. Boy, aren't they battling? I mean, they seem to be at a low ebb, as low an ebb as we've seen for a club for a, a long, long time in the NRL. So, 
Um, I don't really know what the answer is. I guess the first answer is, you know, find a coach. Um, and they might be some way away from doing that because they've gone all in on Jason Riles and it appeared that he was, you know, all in as well until they decided, uh, no, I don't like the, the looks of things around here. Um, and he's off to Melbourne now to sort of be in, in the waiting line for Craig Bellamy to finish his time at the Melbourne Storm. So what, who, who they take as a coach is obviously pivotal. And if they go with an experienced man like Shane Flanagan, perhaps, or Des Hasler, or do they go with one of the, the former players in the shape of Ben Hornby or, or Dean Young, who's up at the North Queensland Cowboys, it, you know, it could define the club for another decade because as the West Tigers have shown, like, you know, things can get away from you pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And they've been a bit of a rabble for, you know, five or six years now, the Dragons. And, you can blink and look up and then suddenly it's 2031 and you still haven't made a final series for the last seven or eight years and you go, well, how did that happen? And if you keep stumbling from a situation where you, you go through this cycle of coaches every two and three years and they get their chance and if they don't turn things around in that space of time, they're out the door. As the Tigers have shown, you can keep repeating that process for a long, long time. So... Yeah, I guess the, you know, they've got issues maybe at board level and they, they train out of a couple of bases. They're based in Wollongong mostly, but they're also a Cogra. Lots of things that aren't, don't seem to be gelling for the, for the Dragons now. Their sponsors seem to be uh, heading out the door as well. So a lot of things wrong with them, but the first port of call for them is obviously you know, find a coach that they can build a team around for the future and I guess we'll know maybe who that is in a couple of weeks' time. It's amazed me that Shane Flanagan has been in the coaching wilderness for as long as he has. There's no doubting his tactical nous, his knowledge of the game. Now, I know there's a little bit of tarnishment on on his career, but, geez, there's a swag of players and coaches with that in their past. He's come out and said, I'm not going to be interviewed. If you want me, sign me. Um, interesting stance for a man that hasn't coached for a long time. Yeah, it's true. I guess, um, you know, he's probably in a, in a pretty good spot at the moment. I mean, obviously, he's a colleague at Fox League. These two games with Shane over the weekend, and uh, having spent a fair bit of time with him the past 18 months in particular, um, you, you know, you obviously know, boy, the, the fellow knows his footy, mm. and, he, and he obviously knows how to get a team to be a consistent winning team. So I understand his, 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 state, his statement and his, his position is like, well, you know who I am. There's no secrets here. Um, yep, sure, I bring a little bit of baggage. Having made a couple of poor decisions in the past at the Sharks, but you sort of think, well, you know, having been there and done that, you learn from your mistakes and he doesn't make those same mistakes second time around at a different club. So uh, if, I think if, you, if I was in charge of the Dragons, boy, I'd be looking very, very seriously at appointing Shane Flanagan. Um, Des Hasler, I think, is a a bit of a strange fit for them. He's very much a manly man. I don't know. Des is keen to coach again. I don't know really where Des gets that opportunity to coach again. And if you go the other way and take one of the kids in, well, not, they're not kids, but the younger coaches in Ben Hornby and, and Dean Young, well, you know, who knows? Uh, we've seen some assistant coaches who've been out of good programs and mm. they've struggled at the NRL level. So it's a bit of a punt there. I guess he's less of a, less of a punt, uh, Shane Flanagan, than taking a couple of the other contenders for the for the position, but, you know, I, I like Shane's coaching and I like the way he approaches his footy. He's a no-nonsense type. I think he might be good for the Dragons at this point in time. Uh, talking to Warren Smith, Fox caller for the NRL, the last thing I want to ask you about 
is the Cowboys. Now, for 20 years, I was a bookmaker, Warren, and they would be a nightmare, you know, like getting flogged by the Sharks, then beating the Roosters. They beat the Dragons. Everyone should do that. 50 put on them by the West Tigers um, and then beat the Storm by 25. They are such a – you take their pulse, you just don't know what you're going to feel. Yeah, I mean – uh, how do you set a market for the, for the Cowboys at the moment? Because they're Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, they just say one moment they're sensational, the next moment they... I mean, that 66 points they gave up to the Tigers, that was as an alarming scoreline as you'll ever see. And you sort of think, well, this mob can't possibly, you know, make the finals. And they, they'd showed a bit of form before that. They got themselves back into a position where you thought, OK, they're revving up. They're back to sort of near the team that they were last year. Having lost a couple of players in Hamas Hotabuai, Fido and also Tom Gilbert, I think, was a huge loss for them. But they seem to have uh, got it back. And then they, they throw in those couple of efforts and you go, wow, they're just they're no chance of making the finals. And they come out and do what they did on the weekend. So <laughs> I don't know. The, the good thing for the punters is they've got the bye this week. So if, you, if you were thinking about either laying the North Queensland Cowboys or having a red-hot crack at them, uh, they've got the bye. So you can't bet on this week. That might be a good thing for everybody, Mark. Yeah, I agree. Hey, Warren, always good chatting rugby league with you. My friend, um, really enjoyed it. Thanks for joining us today over here in New Zealand. All the best, mate. Good luck. There he is, Warren Smith, uh, Fox Sport NRL commentator. Always good to catch up with him.